that if I'm talking, that means we're pre-potting. <laughs> oh, we just not live, live. We just ain't star star yet. We ain't star star yet. Because right, I could have let this shit go to waste. Like, okay. like, cause I, I ain't know I was going to remember on the air. But B, everybody talks about Tom Thibodeau. And oh, you can't get minutes with Tom Thibodeau. And Tom Thibodeau got these guys playing playing hard. Got these guys playing defense. Tom Thibodeau got this. Tom Thibodeau that. And I'm great. Tom Thibodeau's doing a lot of shit. But why ain't people forgetting about Mike Woodson? As the defensive, pl- as the defensive coach for the team, yo, we're completely forgetting. Tom Thibodeau's actually coaching. Mike Woodson is over there running that D. Remember, he wants a second chance because he felt like he didn't get a fair shot the first time. That's, that's he said like, one more chance. Yo, that's Mike Woodson out there. Yo, baby. Jimmy, give me one more chance. We didn't even start yet. I hope, I hope you guys are ready. Like, here we go. <laughs> As Metro's Mercury Gray approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. What are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Cause he's a funny motherfucker. Jay Z. Jay Z. Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you. My team. It's alive. He's walking, master. He's walking. My team. Sports. of the My T-Sports Podcast. I'm your host, the one only talent throw, my Taylor. This is my co-host, the Quiet Storm, KJ. Yo, it is another in Fuego Day in the hottest city in the world. And I ain't talking about the Big Apple. I'm talking about down here in South Florida. It is March 1st. Yes, Black History Month is officially over, but we're black all the time. All right? the damn time. <laughs> black, black History Year. And not only are we black all the time, I'm black on both sides. Factory. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Mo's death, Brooklyn. All right, so. Stand up, best side. <clears throat> it is March 1st, 2021. It is officially season six, episode 90, excerpt 283 of the My T Sports Podcast. They told us we was going to have highs of 87 today. Lows of 73, partly cloudy with 50% chance of rain. Basically, if you're living in the South Florida, that means 
Spring is technically right around the corner. Rising. I need to go hit up like Old Navy real quick and go and go and get some some, some some cheap summer shit it's before it's too late. Rising. It may already be too late. But listen, we got we got we got a ton of shit to talk about today. You know what I mean? We got the Knicks over 500. Oh yeah, I said that right. We got we say it again. <laughs> we got the Knicks over 500. And again, we got the Knicks over 500. Oh, mercy. We got the Knicks over 500. Like a drop. Yo, we got Canelo. We got Canelo oh, getting baby. the quitter. Oh right? baby. BK got sat down, unfortunately. Tiger Wood was honored. I'm sorry, ladies. I'm going to have to do it to you. And you know oh, it's what? It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt today, ladies. It's going to hurt. You know we love you, but it's going to hurt today. And we got some breaking news. We got some breaking news right before we jumped on the air. What? But breaking news? Oh, shit. You know what we say? Before, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And that. And regardless of the weather, you play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. Marty Sports. Hydrated. I see that. I see my, my I, business. At least a gallon a day. Yo, at least, at least, uh, listen. It, it's part of keeping keeping things moisturized, like in, in a hard way. It's like how you moisturize like your lovers and other shit. I see Mark in the I see Mark in the chat room. Mark, you call up whenever you're ready. You're supposed to be off on Mondays. I'm so, saying. So you supposed to be here. You actually supposed to be here with a course light in your hand, celebrating this wonderful Knicks win and, and, and taking your Brooklyn L like a man. But we're not gonna talk about that quite yet. What we are gonna talk about is the breaking news that actually popped up right before right 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 before we came into the air. So they JJ Watt has picked a destination and I and I laugh right because we already know that we already know the the destination and because it's JJ White it comes out as breaking news but ain't nothing excited about where he going he's going to Arizona the JJ Watt that said I want to go for I want to go to a winner I don't want to go to any place with no bad culture, trying to win. Oh, that wasn't him, but you know what I mean. Basically, the same exact words, just, 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 just remix. I want to go to. I don't want to go to any bad culture. I want to go to a team that's trying to win now. That's a team that's about winning. Some place with a good culture. Some, you know. So and, go to Buffalo. So go to Green Bay. So all of these teams: Buffalo, Green Bay, maybe even Seattle. You, you, you know, New like New Orleans. New Orleans. Tampa. Tampa. Thank you. Thank you for saying that for me. You know, so with so many of them available, it was really it was it, it caught a lot of people off guard that JJ Watt decided to go to Arizona. Because Arizona seems like a very young team. We yeah, understand right. that we understand that they're still that they're they've been flirting with the playoffs, but that's really mostly what they've been doing is they got questions about their coach. Yeah, it is. It's them flirting with their players. They 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 have a young stud at Ooh. quarterback. They have they they have a young you wide baseball. They have a young wide receiver that that JJ Watt used to play for Best or play or play with. 
so we're gonna end up seeing how much money he gets. Let's just put it this way. Oh, I already know. Let's just see how much money he gets up because it, what this really smells like. You already know how much money? Yeah. How much was it? Two year, thirty one mil, twenty three guaranteed. Yeah. That sounds like the team that was giving him the most money. Yep. So, uh, the breaking news, while it is still breaking news, as far as how you like it, it kind of falls in the area of... Sorry, B. <laughs> Cleveland, is that for you? No. <laughs> I know you saw that up there. <laughs> but... Uh, let me make sure we get this out to our Facebook people, right? And while I get this out to our Facebook people, let me also remind everybody where you can find the podcast at. We are back live on. We are back live for video on YouTube Live. Also, you can catch, you can hear us live on the website mytsports.net. On, on, on the same website mytsports.net, you can catch all of the old podcasts as well if you want to listen to them as well. If you would like to join the podcast, then come down to the Podbean app. And that way you'll actually be able to call into the podcast and we'll be able to hear your opinions and you, and you can tell me I'm a fucking idiot, right, if you, if you need to. Or you can call in and be like, yo, the last time I called, um, <laughs> the last time I called, I was a fucking asshole and, 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 and Conor McGregor's a fucking dorker. Like, 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 <laughs> like, whatever you want to say. I'm here. I was like, yo, what the, what the fuck did he say? Um, I, <laughs> I, I, it really took me a minute to really make sure I heard it correctly. I was like, y'all know I'm not high. Like, I ain't even smoke. I know I'm not high. Now, for those, did that get onto the podcast podcast? No, that was, was the post. Oh, was that strictly just bonus? That was the bonus coverage. If you guys missed some bonus Yeah, you missed like, some like, bonus coverage. If you guys don't come Tyler on. was trying to be nice and give, like, you know, shit, it's Friday. Fuck it. We got 30 minutes of, 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 of airtime for the week. And so it's like, why not let it? Why, why let it go to waste? So it's like, fuck it, just keep it on, and we'll just talk whatever shit we wanna talk. It's you and me, take no calls. But literally, as soon as Talon finished saying that, phone ring. I said, in my head, I was like, don't answer it. <laughs> Some told me. Some told me. Some gave me a weird feeling. It's like, I don't feel like this is the call to take. And by the by the time it started, I was like, yeah. But hey, he should have taken this call. That ended up being the call to take, though. <laughs> but then, but why'd you drop it? Because it was literally about the. T- he was like, yo, I was just trying to, I was just trying to get thirty minutes, and this dude tried to take up the whole time on the phone. I gotta hang up the call. I eventually dropped it because I, I couldn't. You couldn't. You weren't prepared for all that I, you I, MMA talk. That's what it was. I you reached said. my capacity. I couldn't compose myself anymore. Let's put it that way. I you couldn't compose, compose yourself and then ran out of MMA. It was like, and then also not for nothing. You was a twice talk to MMA that twice. Okay, okay, let me go. Let me go. Oh yeah, Guys, that's why you like. So I always tell you guys about the Podbean app, right? To call in. Right, but also the Podbean app is probably the number one place you're gonna get our bonus content. So there's so much behind the scenes shit that you guys don't get by not being part of Podbean. And I'm talking about pre-show, post-show, everything. Like there's a lot of bonus content that never makes it out into the back into the into the internet world anywhere. But it happened on Podbean and it happened live. Um, 
It's not even so much that I didn't have no, so much any, anything else to say. I'm, I, I made a given point. him takes, and it's, oh, my bad, mate. I didn't hear you. Like, I was on another line. I'm oh, sorry, mate. And then he came in and and, and he talked his docker take, and then I went into some other shit. And then next thing you know, he, he's same thing. Again. Like like he's ordering like croquettes in the back and trying to catch salmon by hand in the, in the local market. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like I I I done came through twice. Strike for, three, you out. Yeah, I came through twice for you on some on some, on some, on some MMA shit. And, and and here you go. Like and then he and then like I said, he admitted like, yo, I called your show in the past. And the first time I called, I was a complete asshole. And you was even nice to me then. And, I, and, and you know, you're nice to me now again. I really appreciate, like, listen, call in. Like I said, you, you can... So technically, I, I've been trolled before, but I'm, but us again, like I, I, I'm so I'm, I'm so Floyd Mayweather with that shit. Like I'm be like, what? You, 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 I, I kind of like I don't even recognize that shit. Like, listen, I'm, I'm used to being on the radio. <laughs> like you can't troll experts. <laughs> um, so shit. Let, let's let, let's get let's let's get into it, right? Because uh, there's some there's some real shit that we really want to talk about, so... First of all, first of all... First things first. You know we got that Nick talk, that Nick talk. You know we got that Nick talk, that Nick talk, that Nick talk. You know we got that Nick talk, that Nick talk. As the New York Knicks had two games over the weekend, right? One game versus... Versus, versus, versus... Did I not write that? You knew Nick's talk was going to be elite today. Oh, listen. You know the Knicks you talk. You might get the whole show Knicks talk today. That, that's how good I'm feeling. Ooh. You so, might get the whole hour, hour and a half Knicks talk. The Knicks had two games over the weekend. They said they had a, they had a back-to-back, one on Saturday, one, to, one on Sunday. And can I let you know that when I found out that we had two back-to-backs, I had to check the times to make sure we didn't have like two two matinees back-to-back. <laughs> Yeah, Cause you know we're infamous like for that, that shit too. That night game and then turn around, boom, early game. Or even like two, two, um, two one o'clock games, cause they've done that too, like on, on on Saturday as well. So I had to double check that, but that wasn't the case. So we played the Indianapolis Pacers one day, and then we turned around and we played the Detroit Pistons. The New York Knicks will come away with that weekend. Undefeated. Five. Hundred record. Yes, the New York Knicks are now officially 18-17 as they get a W oh, against baby. against Indianapolis. They get a W Eagle, against Eagle. the Detroit Pistons. And I'm telling you, these W's. Oh baby! Oh baby! Oh baby! First game was against the Indianapolis Pacers, and the New York Knicks actually came out looking a little lethargic, and they looked like they were going to lose that game. Down early as much as about, I think, 13 in the first quarter. They came back around, and by the end of that half, the New York Knicks were holding on to a lead, and they never looked back. The defense stifling. Offense clicking. I mean, like, hot damn, and in case you guys, hot Damn. Didn't, in case you guys are now just joining us live and didn't catch what I said on the pre, on a little snippet of the pre-show, everybody, and when I mean everybody, is out there giving Tom Thibodeau his kudos, which he so rightfully deserves. But they're giving him his kudos not for coaching. They're giving him his kudos for, I guess it's a little bit of coaching. Could they, could they say that he's holding players accountable? But every time they say he's holding players accountable, it's like he's holding players accountable on defense. And if you don't show up on defense, you're doing this. 
but you know what? They don't talk about enough about his coaching. They don't say enough about the fact that every single last one of his players have regurgitated. When you go into a game, you are prepared for everything. He gets you prepared for every scenario. So really, it is just up to us to execute. They regurgitate. They regurgitate. Regurgitate this as there you it go. as there you is, go. as if it is a mantra. There you go. Thank you. I had a little Way to slow it down. <laughs> you gotta slow down. Hey, sometimes, hey, sometimes about how fast we talk, sometimes you just gotta slow it down. Mm. Sometimes about New York talk is a little bit too fast for us. Nah, man. Shit. Talk about be cool. Because <laughs> the New York Knicks, for real, like they come, listen, the New York Knicks are officially in the top four of the playoffs. They're coming oh, in, see. They came into the top half of the playoffs with their dick in their hand, like, be cool, nigga. <laughs> Nigga, we have, we have home court first round right now. Fuck is you talking about? And let me add this in there because I talked, I, I said this a little bit briefly, and this wasn't even, this wasn't anywhere. If the playoffs started right now, the New York Knicks will be playing the Miami Heat. And can I tell you, I want all that smoke. I want all of that. Nate Dog School of Medicine. All of that heat, B. I want all of it. Because you know what? I think we can beat the heat in a seven-game series. Yeah, I said it. Let the New York Knicks match up with the heat. I think the Knicks can beat the heat. You don't want it. No. You don't want it. You know what? Mark this down. Mark this down. What's today's date? You know what? March 1st, 2021. Colin thinks Knicks can whoop heat in seven game series. And I, for one, second the motion. <laughs> and now, actually, while Talon writes that down, just a small nugget on the heat to actually give y'all some type of positivity, which I hate to do. But you, you have one of my players that I really fuck with, so I'm not just gonna drop him because he won't keep the team. Unlike some people who are over here, Jimmy Butler, he's a hard one to judge. He's the hardest person I've ever had to judge. Jimmy, Jimmy fucking Butler. Let me yeah. tell you about this nigga here. So, you you get the news, Kevin Durant, he can't make the All Star game anymore because his injury is gonna take him through the weekend. Through the All-Star Weekend. Cool, okay. So now the question becomes, who do you replace him? Me, personally, I, I thought the person who got ended up getting selected, that was the person who came, who I said immediately needed to be replacing, replacing anyway. No, Sabonis. Levine's already in there. Oh. Levine's already locked. Yeah, I said Sabonis, because he didn't even make the squad at all. Oh, the Indiana guy. Yeah. Yes. He actually, he, 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 I was like, I was like, what? He, when I first saw the whole team, I was like, wait, no, no Sabonis at all? But... So they were choosing, but then I saw this thing on Instagram, and I even sent, sent it to the crew so they could see. It said Jimmy Butler was their selection. He was the one that they was gonna put. But he said no. When I first saw that, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? He said no for. And then, and then I saw he said no because he said if Bam Adebayo can't go with him. I don't want to go. Talk about riding for your homies. 
if if our friendship ain't on that type of level where you wouldn't where you wouldn't go to all stars for me, I don't want it. I don't want it. Worth the moms, I do not want that shit. That nigga turned out an all star game for this for that man. Then again, it is also easier when a lot of NBA players do not want to go to the All Star game anyway because of COVID nineteen. But true. nonetheless, oh speaking of, we'll be talking slam dunk contest. Julius Randle All Star game. Love it. New York Knicks are gonna be represented. Represent, represent. Um. So New York Knicks. 18 and 17, two games, one against Indianapolis, the other one against Detroit. Knicks right? talk, Knicks talk. The first time, the first game against Indianapolis, they, they dropped that, they, they dropped up that uh, early lead. They would end up coming back in, into that game, they would, they, would lead, they would get a lead in the half, and then they would just, would not look back after that. They would lead in the third, they would end up leading in the fourth, they would, now end up winning this game by only three points, but that's because it was a close game. And not for nothing, Indianapolis Pacers were considered a good team. Or are considered a good team, well coached, well put together, everything else. Indianapolis Pacers have been in the players the last what two, three years, or some shit like that, right? But some, but but even more impressive, not even the fact that the Indianapolis um, Pacers have been in the league, I mean, in the players the last two, three years, or the fact that the New York Knicks are seven, or have won seven of the last ten games with, with Derrick Rose. The D Rose. Or five of their last seven games, something like, or something of the last ten, something. One of the same shit. Five or seven is seventy-one percent. Seven of ten is seventy percent. Doesn't let you know either one. <laughs> right, so he's getting degrees, big fella. <laughs> um, so Derek, so the New York Knicks are actually starting to roll, and them coming back against the Indianapolis Pacers, I was actually impressed. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle started off that game a little bit slow as well. And then you saw him pick up, um, um, pick up the pace um, a little bit towards it. And this is actually the case for both games a little bit, if I'm not mistaken. I think Indianapolis and Detroit, he started off a little bit slow, but then, but and, and was looking for his guys early on. And then in the third and fourth, turned it on. And once he turned it on, it was a wrap. Mm. I'm starting yeah. to, I'm starting to notice Ob top a little bit more, but I still eh. need to see it. Yeah, need to see it, Obi. Emmanuel, quickly. My nigga. I'm gonna ask you something. My nigga, ask you. Emmanuel quickly is top three in a category in the category in the league. What what category do you think he's in the top three of? Hmm. Points per game as a six man. That would have been an advance that I, that I did not look up into. So maybe maybe maybe. Free throw percentage. Emmanuel quickly has officially, uh, as of as of as of the Detroit game, has taken a hundred free throws off the bench. Can you, can you kid guess how many of those free throws he has made to be in the top three of free throws? Ninety-one. Ninety-four. I know Steph and Dame is like uh-huh. one of this one is like 98, the other is like 96. Well, he's above in percentage-wise, he's above Steph and he's above Dame. Mm. They're four and five. Who's one and two? <laughs> <laughs> this is interesting. This is interesting. 
just just because no, 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 of how no, no, much no, yeah. it's, it's only interesting just when you think of how crucial free throws are in a basketball game and then you see some of these guys to be honest who can't make a free throw to save their life rocking on superstars going one for ten for the free throw line. I actually had that written Hack down you Shaq, know Hack and Jordan. I'm tripping I actually had that written down because I actually was very prepared for that so one of them is, un- is unexpected uh, Jordan Clark, um, Clarkson from Utah he's number one Shooting over 96%, 96.4. Then, um, number two is our favorite failure. Yes. Chris Paul, CP3. And listen, I, I know I know it sounds bad to call Chris Paul that, but he really is our our favorite fall. Like his failures don't stick. Like like we could call him right. his failures just don't stick. Right. His fa- his failures still smell like Febreze. I told you every every time, every every, every time he like that relationship goes bad. Like like he changes states or whatever, get some new cologne. You know what I mean? He like like if he was if he was wearing he's the ain't shit nigga yeah. who keep who keeps <laughs> exactly. finding the shit. Like 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 if he was wearing Versace in L. A. Like he he's he's wearing he's he's wearing like Rockerwear in, <laughs> in New York. <laughs> yeah, oh rock he's wearing Rockerwear in Phoenix, or he or he's or or he's or he's wearing like 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 Javinci <laughs> in, in in Phoenix. You know what I mean? Like he never smells the same, but 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 he's gonna get lots of play. <laughs> <laughs> And then as soon as people catch on to his shit, he's like, you know what? I'm about to accept a job in another city. Sorry, people. Sorry, ladies. And then you and then and then you kind of revere what he did, cause, cause then shit ain't quite the same. Shit ain't quite as exciting. Yeah, she ain't killed children's Gilchrist, but. <laughs> yeah, he be doing some things, but you ain't looking at OK City like for nothing anymore. Hell like, for no. nothing. So fuck about if I'm watching an OKC game. And didn't he damn near put up fifty the other day? Mm-hmm. Did, he, did he? Okay, I'm gonna like say 40, no, I, like forty three, something like that. And nothing, nothing. I'm just telling you guys, like guys, like let's let's you know. Let me let me let me just go ahead and put this out there right now. For you guys, like Devin Booker. For all you guys like Damian Lillard, for all you underappreciated stars out there, tired of not getting the love that you deserve, not getting the fan votes that you think you deserve, you know what I mean? Like, like, hey, like, if you're tired of being underappreciated, come over to the Knicks. Factory. I guarantee you, you will be loved. You don't even have to put in as much work as you was putting in there, and you will guarantee you that you will get into all of these All-Star games, and... I guarantee you, any personal endeavor that you have going on for yourself will multiply by three. Mm. It's a guarantee. Mm. But if you're tired, you know what I mean, of, of your general manager dancing in the background talking about, we're going to get our culture better. We, we got we to gotta get our guy voted in. I got, listen, solve all that. Just come to the next. We got you. We got you. My team. That part. So 94 for 100 for Emmanuel quickly to land him third as, as, as for, for, for free throws. Only behind CP3 and and and, and, and and Claxton. Now, we have the two we have two of the top ten shot blockers in the league as well. With Nurse and Noel sitting at four. I, I would figure he's way up there. And Mitchell Robinson at eight. And this is with him missing a month of games. That's so, the thing. We just got over 500 and we don't even have our big man back. <laughs> And from day one, I've kind of liked 
the intensity that Nurse Noel has played with? Because he has played every single game as if, you know what, Mitch? If you slip, I'm gonna, I'm trying to take your spot. He has been playing like that, like, like, and and, and not for nothing. And Mitchell Robinson, he's been, he's 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 been frustrated. He like, he's been like, yo, give me more playing time, give me the ball, like, like, but still being one of the top ten blockers and still doing everything possible to help the team win. And, and, and initially, for those first couple of games, I, I you can still see it sometimes that. The defense, a lot, a lot more shit is allowed at the rim with Nurse Noel there, but for some reason he just gets more blocks sometimes. But Mitch Robinson gets more on the ball blocks, but on jump shooters, <laughs> you know what I mean? Then he even gets at the rim sometimes. So, so it's one of those weird things. But Nurse Noel's like yesterday's game, that defense he picked it up. He really picked up his defense yesterday. Really, but all of them did. Derrick Rose quickly, like they were in the passing lane, like they, they, Detroit could not pass that ball the other day, so yesterday on Sunday, like they were, they were in the pass lane, they, they were harassing, and again, again, shout out to Mike Woodson for, 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 like I said, as much, as much as we know how good Tom Thibodeau is, but you, you have, you cannot, you can, you, you, you be negligent, and and that's what I'm calling ESPN and all of these goddamn talking heads and pontificators. They have been negligent by leaving out uh, Mike Woodson out of out of their talk, by by completely dismissing him. God, that's what it is. They've been dismissing him as one of the biggest catalysts for how well this team has been playing because they haven't been giving him the, the rightful credit for defense. Like you got two defensive minds. Like goddamn. Can you imagine the shit that they think of together? And, and like one thing sees something, the other one doesn't. And then when they finally see it together, it's like, oh shit. Like, yo, we can clamp them the fuck down. And then next thing you know, what do you have? You have a hundred something, 101 to 87 victory over Detroit. Whatever the fuck it was the other day. What was that score? 10990. 10990. 19 point, 19 point victory. And it probably was worse than that. Against, against Detroit. And then, a th uh, and that's coming off of a back-to-back -back when you had a three-point victory, a comeback three-point victory, and a hard-fought game comeback uh, victory against against Detroit. And, and not then for nothing, on the, road. the New York Knicks in the past, like, and I, and I get it, the Detroit Pistons are nine and twenty-five, like nothing to sneeze at, right? But, and, but this is there? this is a back-to-back, -back, and we have seen in the past, and and, and all you could be all you could be compared to is your past. And for the most part, a lot of the players that's on the team now were on the team last year. So even when we say compared to the past, we're talking about last year's team. Or when you hear me talk about the past, I'm talking about last year's team. Last year, this team would have quit. This team could have easily found a way off a back-to-back -back like that to, 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 to feel themselves or, or get ahead of it and quit right here and go on. Like, what, oh my God, what did we hear? Some team was like on, a, on, a, on like an 11-game losing streak. And I'm like, yo, that used to yeah, be Houston. us. That was our pain. We were over there with the Ja Rule titles. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So, Knicks fans, as you've been hearing, Knicks fans, are, I, I don't know if you've heard, by the way, I don't, I, not you, but I, I, I'm talking to everybody else now, but I don't know if you guys have heard, but Knicks fans everywhere is ecstatic. They started partying. Like they started banging, they they started banging pots and pans, and they lived in Hialeah. Like this has been that kind of celebration. And guys, just remember, we've been here for a while. 
when, when you when you when you start hearing these talking heads say, "Oh, who saw this coming?" Remember, the Mighty Sports Podcast saw this coming. We've been here for a while. <laughs> when they've been out and said, like, when you hear them say, "Oh, nobody thought nobody thought they were gonna possibly get into the playoffs," no, 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 no. We identified them as a playoff game, as a playoff team within ten games. It's just that nobody else had the balls to do it. And granted, there's a lot of there's a lot of them talking right now. They still don't have the balls to fully sign their name on it. They're like, uh, the ifs and the then and the and I'm over here saying, no, Knicks or playoff team. Buy that stock now. Buy it. Don't be too late when it's too expensive. Also, also speaking of buying a stock, tell me about that stock my brother keeps telling us told us to buy the other day. That bands one. Are you, are you in that money line tax? No. You never added me. Really? Mm-mm. Not bad. You good. I'll get you in there. I gotta get you in there. So the New York Knicks officially are 12th in the league. Fourth in the conference. Third in the division. Love to see Love to see it. Love to hear it. Now, what I can say for a lot of people, right, and probably what they're talking about, I don't think a lot of individuals thought they would turn around was going to be this quick before the season started. They probably thought this was probably still going to be decent, even when I took the numbers. Remember, I had 12 wins, right? 12 wins is going to be just about where I was anticipating in the first half. Mm-hmm. Anything that would have been bonus. But, I, but that was 12 wins out of an identified... 16 winnable games. They've exceeded expectations at this point. Like, at, at 19 right now. Right? 19? 19? 18. 18 and 17. 18 and 17. So they've, they've even exceeded my expectations. Right? And that's just when I get the numbers, but you see them getting better. I am fully at the point. If I have, I, I'm uh, okay. So the elephant of the room in the room, the two-sided coin. Do the Knicks ride this out, or do they add another piece to see if they can still get better? Ride it out. Ride it out. Ride it out. And while I'm also. Because I think I think worrying about a trade for right now, I think worrying about a trade goes to the mindset of you're thinking about the immediate. Right now, the way this is moving, think the rest of this year, but think off season in terms of what you can attract. Think of future seasons, especially with the core. Like, because I, I feel like backup point guard was something that was needed. We addressed it with Rose to really push who's who's here now. And not for nothing, if you want to. You can get another point guard this year in the draft. Or a big man. Either or. Not, or not a big. Or, you know, just add more wings. Because, leave another, another big man to help support either Randall or Robin Thing. Thing. But, looks like Norton Noel, well, if he can stay healthy, playing limited minutes, he can, he can be a nice backup. And he's, they're all bought. Sorry, I ain't gonna I'm just sad. It's a silent time to be a next man. It is. This is a great time to be in this way. And this, 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 is, this is the time. This is the time when you see the shit. You, you just stay quiet. You, stay, you, stay, you, stay, you stay quiet. You stay quiet. You stay quiet. 
Because that's all I'm doing. I'm like, because I'm not jinxing shit. I'm not trying to jinx nothing here. And I'm too braggadocious for that shit. Nah, fuck that. But uh, but but as soon as soon as this shit really jump off, and I see, I was just talking to my bro yesterday. I was like, yo, bro, listen, the day the Knicks is back to winning like 50 games a season, 60 games, I'm gonna be like, yeah, bitch, what? Talk shit now. I we have to I talk have to... shit now, nigga. So, the New York Knicks are so better I, record I, I, than the Heat. So, so, I know that we want to. Did I already said that the New York. Oh, I already said that the New York Knicks could beat the Miami Oh, wait. wait no, let me, actually, you know what? Let me do this again because I wanted to make sure I marked this down. In a seven game series, I 100% believe. Actually, no, let, let, me, let, me, let me make sure I say this with a little bit a little bit bravado. Right? The current stands right now, the New York Knicks are on the fourth seed. And the Miami Heat on the fifth seed. I'm saying it right now. All, but all my chest that says playoffs, New York Knicks across. Tell them that the New York Knicks play the Miami Heat in a seven-game series. Tell them waxing that ass. Tell them that's it. Danger zone. I mean, God of mercy. Danger zone. That's a big God of mercy. All of the mercy again. That's it. I had to make sure I mark that down. I'm starting to make a collection of these damn things. And seven is because we being nice and having some type of respect. Well, no, I'm not saying they'll beat. I didn't say they'll beat them in seven games. They'll beat them in a seven-game series. Aha. Uh-huh. I didn't put how many games on it. Man, the Miami Heat that we, the, the Miami Heat that played in, in the bubble last year, is not the Miami Heat that's playing right now. Shout out to COVID and injuries. If no, they did just beat Utah over the weekend. Did they beat Utah? Yeah. Put 126 on their head. Now, if Miami Heat can get now can realize, oh, once we get into the playoffs, we have to get back to that level. That we have to get back to that championship level and play that kind of intensity. Maybe they have that back in them. But if they play like this, we're beating them. If they play like how they played in a bubble, oh, it's a wrap for us. And it'll probably be a five, six game series. Maybe. And we will get to. But, what? so, I know how most Knicks fans feel, right? I didn't because even I feel this way. That we should stay put. But if we don't stay put, the two the two likely candidates it sounded like is either going to be Bradley Beal or Victor Oladipo. And I'm at a weird crossroad, right? That if I had to pull a trigger right now, Right now, right now, I would lean more to Victor Oladipo than I would Bradley Beal, just because of what you have to give up. Yeah, because giving up Bradley Beal would be like another mellow move. You would have to gut all of the things that you like, yes. and that will be nicking up the place. That will be the Knicks barking up the place again. You know, like like you it, want it, it, that'll be up same old Knicks. Yeah, like, like like actually, you know what? This is when we go from being the Knicks to being the Barkers. I think, that, I think that's the perfect way to say it. Like, because like, we just barking a bark. Like, just, I don't even know what a, what a barking is. I'm going to look up that word later, see if it means anything. But that's, <laughs> like, that's what it is. Like, they, they go to be in the barkers. The barkers. The barkers. You know, because, 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 like, that's, that's what it means. The same old Knicks just, just fucking up the shit. 
but a Victor Oladipo, to me, doesn't sound bad. Now, can I tell you something, though? Right? And, and even though I still have no problem letting him go, I see improvement in Franklin Aquila. I've seen improvement in here this year. I can't... Now... When he gets his run. When he gets his run. Even, even, like, nothing like that. Even Kevin Knox, I saw improvement in. Like, because, like, Franklin Aquila, like, I, 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 when he came in the other day, no hesitation to shoot the ball. To shoot the three. I, I, I don't know if it was the Indiana, I think it was the Indiana game. Had no hesitation to shoot the three. Caught the ball, threw it up, and I was like, oh, shit. That was great. Didn't even, didn't even think about it. Like, like back in the day, Frank would have, would at least have given them a hezzy. So I was like, okay, and and then and then he helped add to the defensive intensity that was already going on. Like, like got into the passing lane, got became, was was harassing, got caught, got caught for a cheap for a cheap pushing um foul where he pushed somebody out of bounds. But cool, push him out of bounds. Get nasty. You know what I mean? Shit. So, it would it would cost a whole lot less. Like it would probably just cost Frank and Kevin and, and Kevin Knox to get Victor Oladipo, where it's gonna cost you either Julius Randle or R.J. Barrett and and a bunch of other shit to get to get Bradley Beal. I'm looking at this. I'm glad, like I said, I've already I've already I've already made up my mind that I'm, I'm willing to ride this ride this the fuck out. But if the Knicks are content. On pulling the trigger to add another piece, I will make. I may just and and also because it's still because and and also let me add this because you give up very little to get him right and he's one of those dog like mentality and, and I think I've already said it before he's a, he's a dog mentality dog like mentality um on the court so being a two way player is, is nothing for him. You know that he will attack, so it, so if, if Bonafide gets another person that the defense has to pay attention to, a Bonafide. So guess what that actually does? If you have the right lineup in, it gives you three people that the defense has to pay attention to. So now, if you have a guy like Alex Burke out there, right, or you find yourself a shooting big or, you know, anything, or, 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 or a good cutting big because now the fucking Canada lane is wide the fuck open even more, Right? Like, that does nothing but help. That helps R.J. Barrett. That helps Alex Burke. That helps Bullocks. But also, because you haven't got, you haven't given up that much, it leaves your free agency very wide the fuck open still. And it's still, and it's so, he doesn't handicap, like, and granted, if you get Bradley Bill, like, you're cuffing him. You don't have to worry about being handicapped by anything. You're cuffing that motherfucker. But with the move with Oladipo, you don't have you don't get handicapped by your moves. Like it, it still leaves you the room to still play the field. But like, yo, I like you, boo. But you're just not marrying type. <laughs> but again, if the New York Knicks decide to run this strictly through with the current squad, let them get it figured out, right? Let them go through the ups, the true ups and downs of the season. Like I said, I had a feeling that once the Knicks broke 500, they probably weren't gonna look back. Like, 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 like hopefully they, they and they stay this around, around two games, around 500. Like they probably keep on flirting, like one, one to two, one to two, one to two. You know, what I mean? let's see if they can get five games above 500. 
Mm. You know what I mean? Because like I said, the last the last month of the season, that, that last those last six games or whatever, that last two weeks, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal. They're gonna be fighting they're gonna be fighting for their playoff lives and playoff spots, which is gonna be even better because if if Tom Thibodeau has them has them as prepared for every game the way they say it is, and we know that Woodson is gonna be is gonna be having a D plan, and he's gonna bounce it off of Tom Thibodeau if that, and it's gonna and it's gonna fill in any possible holes that he thinks that he may have seen, and we go into and we and we go into a playoff series. Then, why not? Like teams could get caught by what the Knicks bring, and and not, and also those guys are gonna have them at towards the end of the season. They're gonna have them feeling like, hey, every game is a playoff game. So even before they get into the playoffs, they're gonna be they're gonna put that playoff intensity on them. Because actually, you know what? Not for nothing. And I, I and I say the playoff intensity because you know what? Some one of them already came out and said it kind of feels like what like a playoff game every time we play because he has us prepared for every single play and every single moment that well. So so they already kind of feel like they're so they're just ramping it up. When it gets to that final six, that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna the New York Knicks' biggest test. Like, I don't care about nothing else this season right now, right? They're gonna have their ups and downs in their roller coaster. Now that I know what it is, their biggest test. You know how you say like, oh, some teams aren't being judged until they make it to the finals. Some teams are gonna be judged a lot. I'm gonna fully judge the Knicks. Those are last two last weeks two. of the playoffs. Last two weeks See. of the season. That's how I'm gonna fully judge them by. You know, I'm, I've been giving them that first pass. By then, you would have had enough. When I when I judge them, I'm gonna look how to see how, how they play then. Those six whole games. That's the big. That's the final exam right there. Let me see how you look there. Let me see how you hold up. Let me see if you crack, because that's when the pressure's gonna be real tight. That West Coast six game. Because that's that's gonna make that. Because depending on where they're at, I don't expect the Knicks to be to, to be six games above 500. Not saying they're gonna lose all six. I'm gonna say I don't expect them to be six games above 500. Listen, that you're gonna have to make sure that that you really keep your spot secure because it, we're seeing that on any given night, the Knicks off the Knicks. Every, with every day, with every win, with every loss, they're going anywhere from the seventh seed to the fourth seed. Right now, it's, it's only staying this way. There were only four teams above 500 at one point in time in the East, or three, I think. Yeah. I, I don't even know how. I, I didn't take a look to see how many there are now. I, I, I can get that real quick. So, I'm about, I'm about to one up your, your your talk about the Knicks and the playoffs. Because you said. Just, just from how the standings are right now, they will play uh, Miami and they'll beat them, which I agree. That would mean, as currently constructed, that means we can see Philly in the second round, most likely. Yes. Don't be surprised if the Knicks would have made the conference finals. Seven game series. Familiarity with Philly. Embiid against Robinson, and Randall, and Noel over seven games. Playing the way he's been playing ben all year, possibly, possibly could be tired. Exactly. Ben Simmons who can't shoot. So that just make, helps us focus more on somebody else, like maybe a Seth Curry who has it rolling that night. Or to, if Tobias has it going. So can I tell you what I what I what I really want for the Knicks to be honest? And it's not like they're deep on the bench either. I want the Knicks to find another center. I want them to find another big man. 
I, I because the way Embiid is playing, you're gonna you're gonna need bodies to throw at that motherfucker. I I, I want to define another for the Embiid's, for the guy in Orlando, for the guy in, um, for the guy in in in, in Indianapolis, for the guy in Utah, yeah. for the guy in Denver, for the guy in LA. Like there are a lot of big men in the league that are skilled, skilled, skilled. Even the one in Minnesota too. Even the one in Portland. Mm. Like you still need you still need some bodies for Cantor because Cantor is, is an offensive rebounder and 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 not and, just Cantor. Uh, what's his name? Nurkic when he's healthy. Okay, too. So the one in Phoenix. Mm. You know, so I, I really even want though to, he's a cheater. Yeah, So I want him to get another center. I I honestly kind of wonder what would. Andre Drummond cost us on the free market if he gets released by his team. About to find out because nobody's he's, biting on that trade. Because he's a uh, and every, and you know he's gonna everybody's gonna and he's gonna have his pick of tons of teams. He's a dog enough to go to play for the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau and love every bit of it. And he would push. He would so push Mitchell Robinson for that starting position. Mm-hmm. But then, could you imagine that now, right? That instead of that now, if let's say he beats him out though, right? But then now for the backup, right? When you get ready to put in your bench, would you have a manual quickly with whatever two guards that you run that you want Nurse and Noel and Mitchell Robinson now? The kind of defense that they can pull off, mm. them flying at every swat, flying at and swatting at every single ball, them running the pick and roll, and you just and you just get it over the top to either one of them. You know what I mean? Both of them being able being able to help on the weak side weak side defense. That's just saying, and that's the same if he beats the, if he if he beats out Mitchell Robinson for for that starting position because he's just a little bit more aggressive inside to try to you know what I mean? Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Aggressive inside throws his way a little bit more and able, and, and able to put up a consistent twenty points or something maybe eighteen points with double digit rebounds. Exactly, and and still. And, and still two to every, three blocks. Shoot, at, at least at least once every other month, I, I, I definitely see a 2020 game from Andre Drummond going on. Because now you get because now you get both. Can I get all three of them? Let me be honest with you. Like if you if you want to do it, eating boards. You 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 can split it out to 16 minutes. Yeah, 16 minutes per person, so that you don't so, and, and get and just get the hot hand and you keep them rotated so they can stay healthy. You know what I mean? Like so that no per, uh, one number person, one rebounding team in the league incoming. So that's probably. I have one of the worst free throw shooting. Marcus tells you to slow down. <laughs> I don't know how long ago that was. So, Andre Drummond. Hey, Mark, go away, man. We don't need your negativity here. Andre Drummond will. As as much as I think about Victor Oladipo, Andre Drummond is somebody else that really intrigues me. And then not even not, not to mention, even more so, Andre Drummond and Victor Oladipo added to this team and intrigues me both at the same time. Definitely an off-season move. So let's, cause let's let's say the Knicks go the same route where they just they, they just worry about go, um, going through the fight and, and they do their own thing. Besides, Thibodeau's that type of person. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and even though he wanted somebody, but now he got his now he got his point guard. Like I just like just let's we're like we're about to have a we're about to have a week off. We're gonna have a couple of players represented um on rep, um, the Knicks. Represented in the All Star Weekend, All Star and Obi Toppins. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if 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 IQ made the three point um, contest. I don't know if that's out yet, or if he made the skill challenge. If they still if they still find a way to do one. 
coming in that makes sense so we'll keep our so we'll keep our I, you know what I don't think that happens we'll, we'll end up doing our research for Wednesday's podcast and so because that's next week isn't it or about a week from now that's yeah, Sunday so yeah so, so we'll, we'll have we'll start having what's going on Pillow Talk Podcast um they're a great podcast to listen to as well as, as you guys must obviously know about it um It'll be interesting to see. So I have to I have to look again and see what the format is and see what when they're gonna have everything done because Wednesday we'll probably talk heavy Oscar. If I'm thinking about it, that'll that, be an easy way to take up the whole show. No rookie game? Okay. Okay. I, I, I didn't I didn't think the rookie game made it. I, I know something didn't make it. So the, damn, that's that kind of sucks. I'm not gonna lie. I know. Right? Because Obi Toppins is somebody that I would have liked to see in that setting playing with his teammates that he would have thrived there like he would have put on a Get show into, there there's, yeah. there's, there's been a lot of there's been a no lot deep. of guys there's been a lot of guys who go to that rookie that rookie sophomore game and come back with the utmost confidence you don't get it like Emmanuel quickly would have done some dumb shit and try to act like not dumb dumb shit I mean like go dumb 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 like he would have done some dumb shit like and go up and, and go up and possibly try to make like nine three pointers in that game while having like five alley oop assists to, um, to Obi Toppins. Mm. And Emmanuel quickly, God damn, B. Like, so, I'm glad, I'm glad he just popped in my head. Emmanuel quickly. I got the, I got the whole schedule now for how this shit gonna go. You wanna, you wanna drop it now or you wanna save it to us? Drop it now. Drop it now. It's quick. So, five. 5 p.m. This is on Sunday, March 7th. 5 p.m. Covers begins. That's this week. Yeah. So what's their break? What's the last game of the week? Wednesday, I think. When, oh, no, Thursday. Thursday, Thursday is the thir- last. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday was last night. And then they come, and then they come back. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, yeah. So coverage begins at 5. Skills challenge. Hey, skills Mark, challenge at come prepare with, Sorry. Mark, compare with, come, come prepare with your all-star lineup. Like, I haven't even looked to see who made the lineup yet, so I'll be giving you whoever I just think is an all-star. So we'll still do that. Okay. <laughs> like, I purposely haven't looked to see who made the all-star teams just so I can do that as pure as possible for the <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> because 
because you wanted that. And, and, I, and I didn't realize how you wanted to present it the first time. Like, you know what I mean? So so I, I wanted to try to keep it as pure in its essence as possible without even looking to see who the hell made I made the All-Star thing. That's just something like, it's like, I, I'd be like, oh, so so I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't realize he made it because I haven't looked. <laughs> like, like I, I know there's some disrespects. I know, I know, I know who's always on the, on on the cusp. And listen, Devin Booker, you don't have to have those kind of stresses in your life anymore. Listen, you're dealing with uh, remember, Leon Rose. That, that used to be your agent, B. Like, just come on, 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 the New York community would embrace. Call Anthony Towns. The New York, the New York Knicks embrace the light-skinned community. Would you give up Mitchell Robinson for Call Anthony Towns? Give up Mitchell Robinson for the yes. Call Anthony Towns. Rose used, Rose used to be your agent. Come on, listen, Come on. listen. We know you go through some hard times. Bring the, bring, bring the family Come to New York. Down. New York shows love in, in times of heartache. Get, get yourself a high rise. New York, New York shows love in heartache. Come on, B. Devin, Julius, Call Anthony Towns, RJ. Bitch. <laughs> shit! I gotta walk it off. Ooh. Wait, but I wanted to talk about. Okay, let's take a break. Oh, okay, shit. Emmanuel quickly. Wanted to say something about him. My nigga IQ! Because I talk I said something about him within his first three games. And now it's coming to fruition. Right? Or it's coming or it's coming to be as normal. Which a lot of the a lot of things about the Knicks is changing, right? Mm. And this is and this and, and, and this goes to speak to you sometimes about the NBA and how your reputation and, and how you're perceived or how your reputation is. Mm-hmm. How some guys are able to talk more shit to the refs versus other and, and not just superstars, but go really beyond because the referee is like, hey, that's just their nature, that's how they are. And when other guys do it, it's automatic tech, you know what I mean? Or some people that's able to get away with a little bit more physicality because they're known to be a hard-nosed defensive player, and yet other guys, the moment they touch you, it's a, it's a, it's a foul. Fuck these refs. These bitches can't even determine what the fuck a travel is. So, Whatever that bullshit was in Milwaukee. This nigga Giannis look like a fucking running back. Wanna dump the ball on the clutch? No fucking travel. Suck, suck dick. I didn't get to see the end of that game. Come on, cut. Oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm show you when we off air. That, that travel look B. I'm like, yo, you have to dribble one time before you go up for your dunk. I don't care how long see, your wingspan is. But see, that's, see, that's goes to do. That goes back here. We go to help him out. We're talking about reputation. The reputation of Giannis is that he can go from end to end in like in like three steps. So nobody pays attention to when like, like depending on like when he crosses half court and, and that he's taking more than three steps to. this shit. No, 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 no. You didn't see the stutter as he caught the ball? I want to see the replay. I'm waiting for it to come back. I'm waiting for it to come back, folks. Okay, I see. Nah, that was crazy. You, you wild. <laughs> you wild. That in trouble. Yo, do you, wait, hold on a second. KJ, do you not like Giannis? Oh, no, I love Giannis. Oh, okay. Love Giannis. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I'm, I'm a, everybody know me. I'm fair. I'm fair. I don't know because I just want to find out who that player is for you. Uh, I'm not like you. I respect greatness. Because, man, Spence Thomas respected greatness, man. Jimmy Butler. Ooh. Man, like, like, you know. That's a different type of greatness that needs to be for real. He's, 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 he's one, like I said, 
has changed, right? Mitchell Robinson used to have a fouling problem because any little bit of contact he made with the end of he made with the, the he made the offensive play they called a foul on him, and that kind of started early in the season for him, right? Those same kind of tendencies. But as the reputation of the team grew to be a defensive team, a hard-nosed team, you started seeing that the, the referee started slacking off. On, on, and I started allowing him a little bit more contact. So part of the reason why Mitchell Robinson is not falling out of games anymore isn't because he's so much playing that much differently. Is that he is no longer perceived as the as, by the rest as a guy that just fouls a lot. This is just hard defense that he's playing. Now, let's forward to the guy that I've actually said all of this to really talk about, Emmanuel Quickly. Within his first three games, he used to, he was I we noticed a pattern of his and, and he wasn't getting these calls initially. And that was the contact on his shots when he draws contest play. But we identified it and we was like, listen, this is a pro move. If if you keep doing this, you make this your tendency. Like, I don't I, I didn't expect him to start getting it once again, call uh, started getting him started having it called so often for him as a rookie, right? Because normally these are calls that they, they make it seem like you have to earn or whatever. But we saw we saw the fact that he was able to go out and get these things, or, or he was or he was or he was trying to draw that contact. In the beginning, he wasn't getting those calls. Now, he gets those calls. He is getting those calls like anybody else. Do you realize he has had four four point plays this season? Cleveland! This is for you! I didn't play that for no reason at all. 
I did I feel about that drop the way Tyler feels about Brady. Reggie. LeBron. Kyrie. When anybody bashes the ladies. James Dolan. Oh my god. The Cowboys. Yo. The Dolphins. Oh shit. That's how I feel about that drop. That's hilarious. Oh god. Oh man. So I didn't play that for no reason whatsoever. I, I was I was doing a segue. I was transitioning. Because while Emmanuel quickly has been surprising us on the court as a rookie, somebody that's not quite on the court of basketball has surprised us as well. And he happens to actually be a very well-known person, athlete, in his own space, in his own right. And that is, I don't know his last name, but his first name is Zlatan. And and and, and, that's what, and the reason I don't know his Zlatan's last name, because... That name I, is a motherfucker. I didn't think that you need to know Zlatan's last name. I thought Zlatan was like LeBron. You only need to know him by first name. <laughs> like, to be honest with you. So, you go you go figure out what Zlatan's last name is. But I think he plays for the LA, L, the LA... The LA team, right? Yeah, Galaxy. LA Galaxy, there we go. Okay. I didn't want to... I, I had Galaxy on my tongue, but I didn't want to say it because it didn't feel right. But, yeah. So, he plays for the LA's soccer team. And Zlatan came out the other day, and he said to LeBron, shut the fuck up and dribble. No, that's not what he said. <laughs> but basically, like... What Zlatan said, right? And th- th- was there a clip or was it... What did you show me? Did you show me a clip or did you show me a quote? It was a quote, but I think when I saw it on um, on IG... Let me see. I think I, I think I can find it. Because... Yeah. Alright, so Zlatan put out a, a, a tweet, right? About LeBron James. And in that tweet, he basically tells LeBron James that, or he, or he goes, actually, he doesn't, it's not that he said, he goes, he tells LeBron James. I thought personally, actually not, let me read it to you guys. And let, and let me let you guys judge exactly what, Zlatan said. So that you guys can kind of judge it for yourself. Now, you know what sucks is that I can't... Um, I can't find what Zlatan said either because all I am getting right now is LeBron James' comeback. <laughs> Uh, you haven't found? Oh, even better. Perfect. Now, he said more than this. Right? I remember what you showed me. Like there was a there was a little bit more than this, because I don't think this fully does what he said justice. But I'll go ahead and I'll, and I'll still read it and and let me see if, if I can still pull. Um, exactly what I what I still needed there because there was there was a lot more but he goes LeBron is a phenomenal is phenomenal at what he's doing but I don't feel like I don't like it when people with some kind of status and they do politics at the same time as what they're doing I mean do what you're good at yeah he said a lot more than that 
right? And Let's see if I can find it. Yeah, like he said a lot more than that. And when, and when you and it's kind of like the Russell Wilson shit, right? If that's all that is seen, then I get it. I get what people would be mad at. If you saw everything that Zlatan said, right, then there's a little bit more calm because, to be honest with you, until I find, let me let let you know exactly how I felt about it. What Zlatan said was a lot was a lot more revealing about Zlatan than than it was a shot at LeBron James, right? Because the way that I took it is that Zlatan said that I'm not good at I'm not good at politics. Oh, yeah. Here I'm, we go. Here right. We go. So, he's phenomenal, but I don't like... I, okay, so a little bit more. And the lips, he's been like, they, they cut some stuff off. But it gives me a little bit more of what I'm saying. So, he's phenomenal what he's doing, but I don't like when people have some kind of status and they do politics. I play football because I'm the best in playing football. That's the first mistake people do when they become famous. They come into a certain status, stay out of it, just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. Okay, so a little bit more of that... Of what he said, I play football because I'm the best at playing football. Zlatan to me basically came up as saying that, you know what? I'm only good at football. I'm not good at politics. I don't feel comfortable doing other shit outside of football. I'm really comfortable doing shit for um for pop um 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 for I'm I'm really doing cool for doing shit for football. I'm not cool for doing shit for politics. Can you point? Can you, if you can, can you find me the, the LeBron James audio of what he said? Okay, because I, I, I would like to get that played because what LeBron James said was amazing, right? Because he even added some shit onto the end that that I, that I wanted to hear. Um, whenever you're ready. So, what I heard Zlatan say is that I'm not good at politics. I'm not smart enough to do politics and play sports. So. For somebody like and, and and normally this is how I take people like Zlatan when they say comments like that is that they're casting themselves outwards right and putting it and putting how they would handle that situation in LeBron's person right like oh he's feel like people in LeBron's status shouldn't talk politics because you don't really know politics because, like like you know he's saying what you're good at and he and but he came and told on himself I'm good at football I do football so basically he's saying like yo. I'm not. I'm not comfortable doing politics, so I will. I, if anything political come up, I'm probably gonna shut my mouth and go kick this fucking ball because I'm not comfortable at doing the politics. So don't come to me and ask me political shit when it comes to poli- when it comes to politics because all I'm all I'm good at is, is football. I'm a football. I, I'm, I'm a football person. I'm a soccer jockey, and that's it. Well, LeBron James, he's more than that. LeBron James has said to be more than that. LeBron James said himself he's more than that. Actually, can you play what LeBron James said, if you don't mind? Mm-hmm. Any day, um, you know, I would never uh, shut up about things that's um, that's wrong. Um, I, I preach about my people, and I preach about, uh, you know, equality, um, social injustice, racism, um, you know, sy- systematic uh, uh, voting, uh, voter suppression, um, things that go on in our community, um, because I was a part of my community at one point and seeing the things that was going on. And I know that, you know, what's going on still, because I have a, a group of, uh, 300 plus kids at my school that's going through the same thing and they need a, a voice. 
Um, um, and I'm their voice. I'm their voice, and I use my platform to continue to shed light on everything that may be going on, not only in my community, but around the, uh, you know, this country and around the world. So, um, you know, if, 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 if there's no reason, uh, well, no, I won't say no reason, but there's no way uh, I will ever just stick to sports because I understand how, um, you know, how this platform and how powerful my voice is at the end of the day, um, you know. Um, and he can just ask uh, Renee uh, Montgomery, uh, you know, if I would have shut up and just dribbled, um, seeing that beautiful black woman today, um, you know, be a part of a, a group um, where she's part of an ownership group now with the Atlanta Dream down in Atlanta. And uh, it's funny he say that because I believe in like 2018, he was the same guy who said uh, when he was back in Sweden, talking about the same things um, because his last name wasn't a certain last name that uh, he felt like it was some racism going on when he was out on the pitch. Um Right, he did say that, right? Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he said that. So, um, I speak from a very educated mind. Um, so, um, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. Um, and so, there's a couple of sayings here that I want to bring to light. The first one I'm probably gonna fuck up, but I think KJ knows this one to help me out. Actually, actually, you know what? I think I, I think I have it right. If you're gonna take shots at the king, you bet not miss. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, and second of all, Zlatan, you may be good. And KJ, you're actually gonna like this. This is gonna make you smile. But his arms are too sharp to box with gods. Like LeBron James. I'm sorry. How dare you go after the great LeBron James like this? Whoa! <laughs> 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 and respected greatness. So, because we already know the kind of mind that LeBron James has. So, something, so... When Zlatan even said, so initially I'm over here like, because here we go. A little bit more of what Zlatan said, right? Um, I don't like when people have some kind of status. They go in, they go in to do politics at the same time. Do what you're good at. Do the category you do. I play football because I'm the best at playing football. I don't do politics. If I would be a political politician, I would do politics. This is the first mistake people do when they become famous and uh, and become in a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. Mm. So basically, he projected all of his fears onto LeBron James because he would be too much of a coward to talk any more shit. Because it sounds like he once stood up for some shit in his country. And they shot him the fuck down and turned him into this fucking coward that he is now. Because thank God LeBron has that kind of memory to to recall that he had spoken up for for similar problems in sweet uh, I'm in Sweden. But now when LeBron James has to talk about it in America, it's shut the fuck up. So either he doesn't believe in black equality, or they checked that motherfucker and castrated him. Either way, Zlatan, you went out like a sucker. You're a fucking hypocrite. You played yourself. I should add you to my fucking... Well, like you understand? He's this close to be added to my piece of poop list. 
I think you should just go ahead and do it just for the drop. I didn't have a load of that. I I I really uh, so like so Zlatan not not a good look no that's not, I don't think that's what you want like not a good look and, and LeBron James with, 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 with the witty comeback like with the witty comeback nigga that was a bus driver that's a mic that's a mic drop like God so man man oh man oh man thank you thank you thank you for that one both of you guys Zlatan and LeBron so as we're talking about L's. <sighs> hey, ladies. Where the ladies at? That's all you get today. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Can I start off by saying I absolutely love you and everything that you do? And I big you up in all of your spaces in any way that you can Uh-oh. go ahead and get money and, and thrive. Uh-oh. Don't do it. Don't do it. But fans of the Mighty Sports Podcast, I have to advise you. No. There's a podcast that I have told you guys that, hey, I'm, I'm going to go check out. And I wanted to check out for I wanted and, and I wanted to check out for a different reason, right? So mm-hmm. so, so let me also let me also preface this because it's, wa- di- it's it's I wanted, technically I, I, a I, different I, show. I, I wanted to check it out because I'm interested in women's sports, and I wanted to and I wanted to get more in touch with women's sports and, and find more more podcasts and more and more you know fresh ways to to, to in, intake and consume women's sports, right? So <laughs> I was excited to hear that. Um, that Brandon Marshall was was having was starting a spinoff to his I Am Athlete podcast, which is going to be called the I Am Women podcast. And I heard about it coming out, and I was very excited to go out and, and to go listen. I'm like, oh shit, this is nice. We're going to get a bunch of this now. This is what my expectations were. So granted, part of my being upset is because it didn't live up to my, to my expectations. Will it live up to yours? Something completely different. But it's not living up to my expectations. That's because I assumed that it was going to be a bunch of former women athletes or current women athletes, right? Even, even I didn't even mind because I think one of them is, is, a, is a female commentator from WWE as well. She works for Spaces. Mm. Charlie Caruso. Or Charlie, whatever her name is. Like, nice lips. Right? But that's besides the point. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Speaking of lips. I had to show Munchkin the other day that her that her that her that her lip gloss idol originally didn't have lips. <laughs> She's now a Fenty person. podcast wasn't a bunch of former athletes it was a bunch of athletes wives and girlfriends so basically what I end up getting where I thought I was gonna hear a bunch of athletes talk and give insight on their sport and help big up their sport 
I got the Real Basketball Wives podcast. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's a very good podcast. So, so let me also make sure I tell you that. It is a very good podcast. Right? There's some insightful shit because they do go through. So let me, let me ask you because I, I have been listening. I have been listening. They do go through all the troubles and the turmoils and, and, and turmoil that they that they have that they go through in the industry in their space trying to come up. Um, getting getting the getting the side the, getting the the shit treatment from organizations because you're not a wife and you're just a girlfriend, which mm. I, I which I don't understand why they were shocked because two of them are military and that's exactly how the military treats treats girlfriends boyfriends versus spouses, period. So I was a little shocked that they were shocked at how that treatment occurred when this was treatment that they knew about from being in a military environment, right? Because they're like, why are we affording you allotments, right? Team allotments or team perks, right? Because the military is allotments. Team perks. If you're if you're just gonna if you're the third person he's brought through here in fucking six months, mm. like nah, B. Like uh, until until he proposes, at least nah. So even, but one of them did like kind of understand, but they go through like the hate that they get from other women. They uh, they, they go, they, they they went through like they, they go through different like that's the different thing, like their own job. Like Amara Stoudemire's wife came on, so she 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 talked about their trip to Israel, constantly being on the move, and, and and the different things that they've done. Like so, it's very insightful, very very good and insightful. It just what? wasn't what I expected. I expected women athletes talking about their sport. Basically, I'm talking, I'm, I'm hearing the spouses of athletes talk about their troubles coming up in their own space while being an athlete's spouse. Now, granted, I mean, make sure I let you guys know, I am not, I am not disappointed or my victory or whatever, or whatever, or whatever annoyance that you hear in my voice isn't because that these are women um, 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 girlfriend, or these are girlfriends or women, or women spouses. I don't give a fuck about none of their spouses. Like, I don't give a fuck about Oprah's husband. I don't give a fuck about Denzel Washington's wife. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Dave Chappelle's wife. I don't give a. I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't give a fuck about um, uh, 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 um, about Nate Robinson's wife. I, 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 I kind of give a fuck about Ivan Shumpert's wife. <laughs> But you don't give a fuck yeah. about Iman. Sh- I mean, Tiana Taylor's husband. Who? Iman Shumpert's wife's name is Tiana Taylor. Oh, so don't give a shit about Tiana Taylor's husband. <laughs> like so, like I don't care about spouses of the entertainer that I am looking to be entertained by. So much, like none of like I get it. Like you're trying to make your own space and. And even and all of them admit that having like vetted like a lot of them have their own money, but being a but 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 having their name affiliated to their spouse help open a lot of doors for them. Which not to take anything away from you, it should, and you should utilize that. If you're not, you're a fucking fool. Don't and not for nothing, society shouldn't make you feel bad about it, either. Because that's what all of the people that are the one percenters of the world and, and, and want to hold on to their money and family legacy and generational wealth does. They know somebody who knows somebody. So. On top of already having the credentials. Listen, this, this is the biggest problem we're having in the NFL is that they'll rather hire people that they know than people that are qualified. Exactly. 
they skip all the people that are qualified. And, and, and granted, right, we take a lot of, right, we, we give them a lot of slack for not hiring people of color that are qualified. But they pass over a lot of people that are qualified to, hand, to, to, to hire their boys. Good old boys club. The Cowboys situation is the worst one of them all. So one of the worst. What's that? One so, of them. Okay. It's okay. So ladies, um, I was disapp- so I was disappointed in the I am I am women's podcast because I thought it was gonna be former athletes. It's not former athletes, it's athlete spouse. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's women's spouses, I don't care if it's men's spouses, it's athlete spouses, and it doesn't intrigue me on for that particular reason. But I'll continue to listen because their stories are still something to listen to. And, Especially and, the ones that were in the military. And and, and as you know, I, I personally, you know, like, 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 like can relate to, to, to their military experience or or even when they talk about the stuff that they went through. I, I, I've witnessed it. I've seen it happen to them, you know? So I'm, I, I, will still li- I will still end up listening to it, but it's not the podcast that I was looking for to be able to get knowledge on women athletes. It is the women experience in celebrity work environment. Mm. Or work environment, however you want to put it. But kind of celebrity work environment. Once again, like I said, I'm getting the real basketball wives of Hollywood podcast. And I've never watched one real basketball wife of anywhere. None of it. What's going on, the Old Man Podcast? What's going on, Card King? Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I was just talking about my disappointment in another podcast. But that should still be listened to. I was just it, just... it just wasn't my cup of tea. So, we've gotten... We've gotten the women out of the way. And not for nothing, ladies, I'm going to let you know this. This was really hard for me to do. Like, ask KJ. This was really hard for me to do. I really... I almost did not talk bad about... I almost did not give my... I shouldn't talk bad. I almost didn't give my honest opinion about that podcast because I don't want to talk bad about what you guys do. What It's, it's a beautiful podcast and, and, and it should be listened to and, 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 and anytime, any space that you can make money and try to flourish it, I am all for it. I said already on the air. Right? I'm all for it. It just, it just didn't... It just wasn't what I expected. So I really had a problem like putting my honest opinion out there because... I didn't want it to make make it seem like I was bashing this podcast or bashing women or anything like that because you guys know that's not what I do. But I had to, if I don't listen to it for a while or, or, or if it's something like I haven't listened to it for a while because I'm still going to listen to it, but it's no longer on the top of my list. It's being pushed all the way the fuck down because I'm not learning shit about current women's sports. And, and, that's, and that's the purpose of me going to it. But... If you guys just want to, um, I want to hear about um, just women that are in the in the business, or are married to, or married to, or dating um, individuals in this business, and, and hear about what um, their experiences going through, trying to um, juggling being a single mother, having three kids in like two and a half years, kind of shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like because Amara Stoudemire's wife like said like they pushed three, like she pushed three kids out back to back to back. Like there was no rest. Like Amara Stoudemire was like, I don't give a fuck if we're in Israel and you have to wear this cloth. I'm shooting up the club. Hallelujah! <laughs> oh shit! So, this is like I just said, like I've, I've been listening. Like, there's so many things I can tell you about it that I found interesting. I just didn't learn shit, 
and also if you're a fan of like the, um, of like basketball of, of basketball wives or the bad girls club or any of those loving hip hop podcasts or whatever go listen to the I am women podcast go listen to it. it listen if you're a fan of those kind of shows go listen to that podcast as well because you are gonna hear shit from from a lot of those people, like I said, they just dropped the Mari Stoudemire's wife in this last season. Before that, they had other wives, you know what I mean? And then they dropped her in, her in, and then she just told, and then she started telling her story, like, oh shit. Like, I, like, you know what I mean? Like, at first, I wasn't even sure if it was Mari Stoudemire's wife. They mentioned Stoudemire as the last name. I wasn't sure if it was his wife. Like, you know what I mean? But the moment she was like, yeah, we lived in Israel, I was like, yeah, that's the right Stoudemire. <laughs> like, as soon as he, she said, yeah, we lived in Israel, I'm like, that's Stoudemire Stoudemire, because he traced his Israeli roots recently. Hebrew, was it Hebrew roots, Israeli Jewish roots. Tells, one, one of his, one of the things he, of his roots, like he traced back, and then he went over there and lived for like a whole entire year, with three kids and a wife. Complete, like completely up, like yo. But she was like, yo, my my family by then was used to like moving, like like we were G's at that shit. You know what I mean? So moving to Israel was like nothing. Like okay, clan, let's go. Ahead. We're going to Israel this time. It was nothing. So like I said, interesting shit. Just not mine. Cup of tea. Yes. But if that is your cup of tea, that is something you should definitely go ahead and sip on. Like it, cause they do drop that tea. Like they definitely do. Like it, it is. It, like they do drop that tea. It just isn't meant for my me. tea. <laughs> so let's go ahead and something that 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 it, that's something that should have been meant for. Over the weekend, was this the fight? Was this the guy that that guy was telling us about the other day? Was this? Well, no, it was MMA. It was MMA guy. He was telling us about. He yeah, wasn't he was, telling us. He was talking MMA, not boxing. Okay, okay. So I was like, I hope this was not the guy that 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 caller from the other day had us. Um, he was that he was talking about. And I, I thought I wrote that guy's name down. I really thought I did. I was like, this guy, this guy, like this fight wasn't even close. So, in case, in case you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Canelo Alvarez had a fight over the weekend on the zone versus Saunders? Is that it? I don't know. I didn't watch the fight. No, this is him! No, no, no! This is him! Hold on, hold on, no, no, no. B, I, I swear to God. I swear the Lord. Hold on. I swear, because this guy had like three names. This was on the last show. Kid Newton, la, la, la. Let IQ, Burke, Freddy, some other shit. Some other shit. Where the fuck did I write this down at, B? This is really bugging me. This is really, really bugging me, because I swear... This is who this the, the person that called in was talking about. He this is who he raved about when he wasn't listening to us. Right, and came back to talk some shit. I swear to God, this is who he was talking about. Because whoever the fuck he talked about had three fucking names he could throw talking about. He, 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 he said these guys are the Dorka, right? <laughs> Saunders. That don't sound right. Nah, that's not. That's, that's not even for it. 
that's how he fought, fought? He fought this dude. Oh, no, no. That's who he says he's going to fight next. Yeah. Okay, I'll so be... he is talking about... Okay, that is okay. So that's who he says he's going to fight next. That's who he's going to fight next is Billy Joe Saunders. That's who he told us to look out for. Okay, the guy he fights next is who he told us to look out for. So what are you saying? Yeah, the dude he fought is some guy with weird-ass name. Avni. With the Y? A-V-A-V-N-I. Why last name? Yul Diren. Uh, the name I kept on looking over, like that's not who he fought. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, shit! Fuck? Yo, that's actually funny, cause like I saw the name and I was like, that's not who he fought. Yildrim. That's what, that's what I'm gonna call him, right? So, <sighs> just know that this new like he can even make a name for himself. This, this, this fight was so one-sided. Like this, this fight was so one-sided. Like he, it, it like he hurt him in the first, and then after the second round, he stopped throwing punches. Like, like, like go, go watch the, like this one of those fights you, you you can watch real quick. This fight was over in the fifth round, and it didn't look like it, it didn't look like Gildrim, right? <laughs> right? Threw any punches after the second round. It got to the point where initially. I thought that his corner stopped the fight, cause it, cause at the end of the fifth, this court, his cut man or his corner man kept on telling him like, "Yo, if you don't show me something in the next round, I'm gonna stop this. It's a championship fight. If you don't show me anything in the next round, I'm gonna stop this." He kept on saying, "Hey, hey, you fucking listening to me? You don't show me something." He didn't even show. He he responded to him like, "Yo, you you don't fucking fight this. I can fight. I can fight." He just, he just looked at this dude and was like, mm. "So." When the, when, when, when the fight was stopped, I thought his corner stopped it. So I don't know if the ref may have saw that body language, and he was like, nah, fuck this. I ain't gonna waste another three minutes of my life. <laughs> no, no, no problem, but thank you for listening to the podcast. I appreciate you, man. Like, you guys make sure you go check out the Old Man's Podcast with Dean, Joe, and Eric. Like, the They Are a Hilarious Podcast. I always have to remind myself, were you, before you go, that he must have left already. But were you, gonna, were you the guys that married a chicken on the ear? Yeah. If you're still on the ear, if you're still with me and you heard that, answer uh. me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is why I loved them from the beginning. They, like, this is like one of the first things I heard about them on Poppy. Like, they were married a chicken on the ear. Can I tell you, like, they, they were the first people to make appointment podcasts for me. But I was like, yo, what? They were like, next week. We were like, what? I was like, I set my time. It was like 11.30. Like, I was like, this is during the pandemic. I was like, I gotta hear, I gotta hear how the fuck they were marrying a chicken on the ear. They must have oh left already because he would have responded already if that was him. Remind me. So remind me, the next time we see the old man's podcast, remind me to ask them as soon as we see them, were they the ones that married a chicken on the ear? If you guys want to hear shit like this, because I even tell them to call it, like, God damn, it was amazing. Or, or was that the Brian show? Hmm, hmm. I thought that wasn't the Brian. What? Wait. No, it wasn't us. See? <laughs> okay. <laughs> he used to listen. <laughs> Yo, that wasn't us. Chicken on the ear. Was that was it Brian? I'm gonna man, I'm gonna have to do some research. I'm gonna have to do some research. Let, 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 let's, 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 let's cut the jazzy pants music, okay? <laughs> but thank you again later. Thank you again for listening. Later, you have a wonderful day, man. Stay blessed. Oh shit. So, where the fuck were we? Ah, Canelo Alvarez knocking out Gildrim. Oh, Alright, yeah, so. 
Oh, I think I already said it. Yeah, I thought his corner man um, stopped the fight, but no, it wasn't his corner. It was the ref. And, and I think the ref must have just been looking, because I'm over here looking at his body language like, you gonna respond to your corner man? Like, he's like, yo, if you don't fuck, like, give him something. Dude, just look at him like, he didn't understand what anything that you're saying. Like, 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 he gave him the blank face, like, bitch, stop it now, I dare you. Like, <laughs> and, and the ref, like I said, the referee must have really been the one looking at him like, I'm not taking that shit, fuck that. Like, I'm not gonna waste another three minutes. Like, this could be over now. He, he ain't even, he ain't even, he, he ain't even rebuttal. He ain't even, like, give him a, like, a, like, he ain't squint or nothing. Like, fuck? Like, he didn't even do that. Like, the fuck? You know who else was in there, man? The Brooklyn Nets. Woo! As they took on, who did they take on again? Shit. God Mavericks. Damn. There we go. There we go. There we go. They took on the Dallas Mavericks. I didn't have a pull up yet. And I, and I, and I know I remembered it, but I forgot it. They took on the <laughs> <laughs> Players fuck up too. Ah, that's the other drop I needed. Ah, players fuck up. Um, Dallas Mavericks waxed that ass. Mm. Thorough spank, like spanking, and not for nothing. This first quarter, all the way through. Let's 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 go ahead and and also bring bring a little bit more light into into this. The new, the Brooklyn Nets were on an eight game winning streak, right? Now they came into this game against Dallas, a team that had been struggling but was kind of finding their way now, and and, and it kind of felt like they were pe- they, they started to piece some um, started to piece the things together to be able to start getting to, to themselves on a better part of five hundred, kind of like how the New York Knicks are. Ironically, who would have thought that a team of Luka Doncic and and Poor Zingers would have a worse record, even as we speak right now, than the New York Knicks? But it's but it is so. Um, you play to win the game all day long, and the, the the Dallas Mavericks have been have been playing really well lately. And listen, nobody has been playing better than people that they fought with the Brooklyn Nets. Like they've been they've been raving and talking about the Brooklyn Nets to the point where it's, it's like, hey, can this team be stopped? And the one thing that can stop a team like this, stop them. And that was injuries. And we already know that Kevin Durant has been out for some time with injuries. But now they lost Kyrie Irving. And against a team like the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, it was just a little bit too much for them to handle. As they would take an L. 115 to 98. Luka Doncic would have a smooth 27 points on 11 for 21 shooting. He'll go 3 for 10. He'll go 3 for 10 from the 3 point range. That goes to show you that 7 of his misses, 7 out of his 10 misses, remember he went 11 for 21, 7 out of those 10 misses were, were 3 pointers. So everywhere else he was basically money. Money. That's basically what he's saying. Like he was eight for eleven. Everywhere else, couldn't touch him. Free throws he could have been better. Two for six, um, he would end up with twenty-seven points. Christoph Porzingis would add on eighteen points or seven for thirteen shooting. This is one of those games that Christoph Porzingis played well. To be honest with you, and. It's funny that Christoph Porzingis is like I always have to kind of highlight Christoph Porzingis because I think Knicks fans 
feel a need to keep Christoph Porzingis highlighted because he was part of that trade, right? And the Knicks fans, Knicks fans are kind of like bludgeons for punishment, and they always want to compare like what they did to what they had and what they've had to what they did, and and, and compare like oh who came out the other side of this and this and that. But I'm gonna tell Knicks fans right now, to be honest with you, take it as a W that you you came up like. You came on the other, on on the right side of the Porz, on the Porzingis trade, so it doesn't matter if Porzingis has a good game anymore. You came on the right side of it. You know, you, uh, you doesn't matter when he has a bad game anymore. You came on the right side of it. Like Porzingis' production no longer matters. Listen, until Kristoff Porz, Porzingis shows that he can play all um um all available games in the NBA and be a bona fide All Star that year, you are winning. I don't care how many times Dennis Smith Jr. blocks Derrick Rose's shot as he tries to drive the lane when he played Detroit. You are winning. <laughs> Dennis Smith Jr. had a had a, had a vendetta out. <laughs> he was like, this is how you going to replace me for? I, I can be just as athletic at him. But he is old with bad knees, Dennis Smith Jr. And he still was getting the better of you at times. The Brooklyn... Oh. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. What one annoying thing that I saw this weekend, right? Even though Brooklyn did lose, you might get a laugh with this. One of my boys had the nerve to tweet. Let me find it. Let me find it. Give me a second here. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The Brooklyn Nets outscored them in one quarter, even though they didn't lead it. But outscored them in one quarter. That was the second, second quarter. quarter yeah. 38 to 30. Listen, like James Harden even gave his even gave his props to Luca. He was like, "Listen, he doesn't let anybody speed him up." I was like, "You you ready? You got mm-hmm. it." That's like I saw this tweet and it said, "The Miami Heat are the only team that can take Brooklyn out in the playoffs. They're low key the actual best team in the East." I said, "This this is the bullshit that I'm talking about here." You know how I responded? You know that meme from the office of the black guy just chilling? <laughs> I'm like, me. I'm like, yo. You know what, though? But you that's what? what happens when you're a fan. Because you know what? Let me say what I just said to any Heat fan. And they probably going to give me that same look. That I believe that the New York Knicks can beat the Miami Heat in a seven-game series. So... I'm not saying the New York Knicks are the low-key best team in the East. That's the thing. That was the one <laughs> that I mean. like, <laughs> But that's even a what? But that's, a, but that's what your fandom does to you. And if you're a Miami Heat fan, you should still believe that. Mark, Mark, you see? <laughs> oh, I didn't even see Mark. You see, Mark, you did crazy shit, Mark. Hey, boy. Mark, I'm with you right now, though. <laughs> see, exactly. That is a bullshit. And, and that's how she respond. Like, no, that's, that's, that's some crazy shit. That's a bullshit. I said, wait, what? Listen, unless they go I back. was like, bro, delete this. <laughs> Immediately. The best in the what? And then, of course, he took, because once I, once I added him, he took me to the private message. Let me pull that shit up. Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, hell no. Like, really going in, making it. He was like, the Nets have no depth. And the Heat have the proper defenders and shooters to extend the nets. I'm like, oh my goodness. He was like, just watch. Bear gave the gave a healthy nets forty. The Heat have too many variables. And I was like, you know, you might have a point. 
But I'm like, I can't see that team beating KD, Harden, Kyrie, four out of seven times. Three Hall of Famers. It was like, your point is valid. Three Hall of Famers, yes. But all three Hall of Famers are scorers who need the ball in their hands. And then he was like, Jimmy especially. Playoff Jimmy will score with KD. <laughs> we saw what he did arguably against the greatest player of all time in the finals with toe-to-toe with bro. It's all shit he's saying. He was like, then you have Bam, who is an elite defensive player who can switch one through five and contain at least and give you 20 and 10. And of course, Miami's secret weapon is literally one, is literally a dude who's one or two dribble pull up away from being the next Clay Thompson in Duncan. Come on, Dom, you smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, why don't you smoke crack? Yes, sir. You know what that does to you? Huh? It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now, I say if you want to kill yourself, go on and do it expeditiously. Now, go on and jump, jump. It was like. Babe. And then he said, he said, add better coaching, a solid Tyler Hero, and Gordon Dragic, Dollar's defense. See, look, see, even now Mark's laughing at my Knicks over yeah. the Heat comment. I put it on the board, Mark. I put it on the board. As it currently stands, the Knicks will play the Heat in the first round. And I'm saying it right now, the Knicks, the Knicks can beat the Heat. But like I said, exactly how the Brooklyn Nets, exactly how that Heat fan sounds to that Brooklyn Net fan, exactly how I, I as a Knicks fan sound to that Heat fan. They're like, you smoke crap, don't you? <laughs> oh, shit. But with this loss with, for the Brooklyn Nets, that will bring them to sixth in the league. Everybody got to get a good laugh in every on a Monday. Got to get a good laugh. Second in the conference. And second in the division. The Brooklyn Nets, right, for the next couple of games, they will be taken on the San Antonio Spurs next, and that's going to be... Actually, that's later on tonight. Now, the San Antonio Spurs are going to get a little dose of New York flavor, mm. which, which is actually going to help may benefit... The brand new flavor in your ear. <laughs> which actually may benefit the New York Knicks, because tonight they get the Brooklyn Nets, right? And this, and this is all in San Antonio. But then tomorrow night, so the San Antonio Spurs are going to get a back-to-back. They get the, Bro- they get the New York Knicks... So the New York Knicks may actually be able to steal a game from the San Antonio Spurs, which I which I, which I even thought they were beatable before then. But now they even a higher chance of possibly beating the San Antonio Spurs. And this, as we as the first time that the New York Knicks have actually, and I just say the first time they broke a 500, but you guys know what I meant. Know what I mean when I say this, and we've already explained this in the past shows. But so now that the New York Knicks have broken 500, let's see... If they can actually get something else that's been eluding them. And that is winning more than three games in a row by beating the San Antonio Spurs on Tuesday after they after the San Antonio Spurs just finished playing Brooklyn. And then after that, we go back and we see Detroit, a team we just waxed by 19. And then the road swing, that's going to test us for a little bit. Milwaukee, Oklahoma, Brooklyn and Philly. They beat Milwaukee once. Brooklyn, by the time we play them, Kevin Durant should be back, and Kyrie Irving, who knows, he'll be off of his sabbatical. Now, you know, every once in a while, he takes a nature hike. <laughs> Leave him alone. And then we'll see how we match up against Leave Philly. Leave him alone. 
understand his shoulder hurts from carrying the team. I get it. Like that, that's how he feels. He's like KD is out. Why can't I be out too? This isn't fair. You know, like, all, every, everybody just wants to tear us down. Like, and I have a torn shoulder, so I have to, I have to build it back up. That's Kyrie. So I'm gonna leave you. I'm gonna leave the. I'm gonna end the podcast on this note, right? And and, and it's only just a quick honorable mention. This weekend, we have a UFC fight. I'm excited about this UFC fight because we get to see my boy, um, Adesanya, the last style bender, fight, and he's moving up the weight classes mm. to see if he can to see if he can start dominating that division because he's been taking care of his other shit. So that's gonna be a fight to tune into. You guys make sure you go in and watch that fight. Obviously. We'll talk more about that fight. You know what? I'll see if my fantasy football, on my the fantasy the fantasy the winner of my fantasy football league. He's a big MMA fan. I'll see if he wants to put something together and come talk about and talk MMA on the podcast with us on Wednesday. See how he feels about that, and also brag a little bit about winning and how does it feel to be a champ. That'll be his only one. <laughs> <laughs> Next year, that, that shit's over. That's just coming. That's just coming home to me. Like fuck all the dumb shit. Like. Right. Wait, you about to say something? No. Oh, okay, I'm gonna hit you with the. <laughs> Sorry, B. <laughs> I tried. Honest. Thank you for listening, Mark. All the bandwidth in the Thank world couldn't keep podcast. me contained. No lag. No Thank lag. Thank you, Car King. Thank you, Pillow Talk. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Thank you for interacting well, with the podcast. Maybe not the last. Let's get this got good mic skills. New, improved, my T podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My tea. Sports.